Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, wherever you may be. This is Empress Q, and I'm back, preparing for the new year, preparing for that time and space that we all need. As we look back and look forward simultaneously. Welcome to Conscious Acts of Change. I'm gearing back up now for the fall season. And I strategically waited until this time of the year. Because this is my most favorite time of the year. You know, my whole platform is about teaching, thought-provoking, inspirational, and introspective works that help us to grow and develop spiritually, personally, emotionally. But as we begin to focus our time, our thoughts, around what are the things that I have done this year? What have I completed? What do I feel good about in 2022? Have I reached my most fullest and highest potential this year? Where have I fallen? Do I know specifically, how have I been spending my time? This conversation is going to be about our year-end review and preparing for the new year to come. You know, sometimes we don't take time to look at how did I do this year? Did I attain my goals? Did I really spend time strategically working toward the things that I want and not being anxious in all my ways? Wanting it right now. Can't Gotta have it now. Gotta climb the ladder now. Gotta make it happen right now. Because the world says, you need to do this right now. Or you're gonna lose out. You're gonna be left behind. Well, my question to you is, were you left behind in 2020? a standstill and there was deep contemplation that was occurring during that time we had to think whether we wanted to or not we had to become aware of who we were and when things come back to normal whatever that new normal happened to be for you 
Did you go back to who you were? What you did? What you felt? Or was that something, was there something new and birthing inside of you? That helped you to pivot your thought, your body, your mind, your emotions, your feelings, your interactions with others in a new direction. This is the time to not only to look at those accomplishments and those new pathways you had to choose when what you desired didn't come through, but to help you take a keen look at your life. So let me break it down so minute for you that you will go get pencil and paper and look at what you have designed, what you have created. And for those of you who are into kingdom building, take a look at how are you building your kingdom. Because we have to take our attention and put those thoughts on paper or else it's just another thought passing through your mind. So if we was to roll back to January 1 when everyone was so excited, everyone had great enthusiasm, hope that was beyond the universe. Everyone was coming out of the gate on day one, ready to start their new year. And they had their list of 33 things that they wanted to do. Did all 33 come to pass? Was the list too long? Was the list meaningful? Were they benchmarks for you to grow in various areas of your life? Did your kingdom become sustainable in every area where you went from wellness to having a life that was the essence of your well-being? This is Empress Q. I'm back. And I'm coming back right now with some real thought-provoking, introspective, yet inspirational works to help you sit down in your favorite chair and drinking that cup of tea or cocoa or coffee or latte, whatever it is, or cocktail. And think, what have I been doing over the past 10 months in my life? 
what have I been doing to contribute to the spiritual wellness of who I am? What have I been doing to contribute to my own health and wellness? Keeping my doctor's appointments. Changing my diet, my eating habits, the way I cook, the type of foods I eat. Cleansing my body. Keeping my skin healthy. What about my organs on the inside? Keeping them healthy. Stretching my body. Meditating. Being still. My family. What have I been doing to bring wholeness to the structure of my family. Having plans, having goals to keep unity and harmony and balance within the home. Or if you're single for yourself. Every month what did you do to contribute to your wholeness, your well-being? What did you do in January? You had high hopes, you had your gears and your guns out, and you were ready to trot that race. But by the time February came, were you still at the same pace? Did you accomplish anything when you got to March? Was the steam still there? What did you accomplish? Are you still operating at your highest potential? Then there's April. Spring is coming. All the things that we planted in our minds should be springing forth, becoming anew. What have we done to keep the environment in which we live and the people all around us sustainable? How are we being good neighbors through mutualism with others? Making sure that someone get what they need and they make sure that you get what you need to grow. Everything is not about a money exchange. It is so important that we begin to look at that previous year. What have I been doing? What was my goals? What were my aspirations? When I look back, what have I been doing with my time? Many of us spend 50 to 65 percent of our time working. And if we're spending that amount of time working, how are we attaining the other things that make up the totality of who we are? Like our, the quality of spending time alone 
with Yahweh God or in nature or in prayer or in meditation or in healing our bodies. What are we doing? If we have a goal that is tangible like starting a business are you balancing your time in every area of your life? Or are you putting all of your energy into the business and not balancing with your children or your significant other or your family members or even yourself? We're in November now. Time is going to change on Sunday. It is the time for us to fall back, to go inward, to become introspective, and to look at how have we used our life and our time over the last 10 months. to attain what you set out in January. And as you begin to look at those things on your list, what have you not attained? What will you need to carry over into the new year? What? Will you need to sit down and methodically think about did I really need this? Was this really realistic? Oh, we have so much to do. November and December is a very, very busy year if you put your time and your attention on yourself. But we've put so much time and attention in our fears. We've become anxious in trying to attain something that possibly may not even be in our control. Are we even moving in the right direction? If that is a question on your list, in your heart, on the table, then this is the time to do some serious contemplation. This is the time to examine your life because the best life is the examined life. When we take the time to look back and to see what have we done that has been right, that has been true, that has been authentic, that has been fruitful, in giving us ease in our outcomes. But if there's anxiety, then that means that there's anger underneath. And we have to look at, what am I angry about? Am I angry because I didn't reach my goal, because I didn't get the loan, because I don't have any friends or family members to help me? They see that I'm trying to get this off the ground. I'm angry because I have to do all of this alone. I'm angry because my credit is bad and I can't get the resources that I need. 
And then the anger causes the anxiety. It causes the anxiousness. It causes the nervousness. It causes the fearfulness. It causes tension, worry, distress. We become perturbed. We become bothered, stressed. Because we are not paying attention to the signs and the signals that the universe is giving to us. The world has told us to be single focused, single minded, and to do all things according to these external standards. And if you trend the way that we tell you to trend this week, if you uh, do all of the social media we tell you to do this week, then you'll be great. You need all of these followers. And you need everybody to pay attention to you and hear you. But the world doesn't control that. The world has no power over other people's ears or thoughts, their mind. That is something we have to pray for. That people hear us. That people understand what we are trying to do in our lives. It's important. It's important. And then there's the upcoming year, the upcoming year. So before I can get to the new year, what am I closing out? Am I clear about what I am closing out on this year? What have I accomplished? And then what do I carry over? And what will be new for the upcoming year? But you see, many of us, as we begin to move into the new year, the one thing that we don't have is a word called certainty. Because we're still anticipating. We are anticipating that what I want will arrive. I'm anticipating that the unforeseen thing that I want is to be expected. Where am I going with this? You cannot know for sure when you are predicting something, or scheduling something, or slating something to happen, or it's a probable cause, when you're still struggling with anxiousness, anxiety. Because I'm not sure. I'm still scared. I'm troubled. I'm concerned. Will it happen? This is what I want. I believe in God and I know He's going to bring this to me. And He's going to make this happen. Is He going to make it happen? 
or are you going to make it happen? Are you placing something that you're willing for yourself in the hands of the Creator? Whose will for you could be quite different than what you desire. You see, that's why we're feeling uncertain because we're not clear about who I am or my purpose in life or what is my reason for being. And until that becomes clear, we're going to always struggle with uncertainty. We're going to always be fidgety and nervous and restless and decomposed because we're not for sure, for sure, we're fearful. And when we don't reach that goal, the anxiety, the nervousness, the uneasiness, the worry, the agitation just gets worse. Then causing us to fall into all of these other emotional entanglements that we find ourselves in. Depression. Why didn't God let this happen for me? When perhaps he's trying to tell you that that was not the right road. There's something else over here, but I need you to come to me a little more often so that I can show it to you. Just spend a little time with me. Don't be afraid. Don't anticipate. Be patient. You see, when we're patient, it will come. When we don't try to force something, make something happen, because all things are not in our control. The only person we can control is ourselves. When we step out of the realm, the sacred space in which we stand, and step into another space that belongs to someone else, and we're trying to make them do something we want them to do, and we get upset, and we get angry, now we're dealing with forgiveness, and hurt, and pain, and all of these other emotions that we bring into our life, and we create this web, this entanglement of things that are serving as hindrances because our attention is on something else and not on ourselves, not on the things that we're trying to bring forth from the universe because the universe has so many unseen things for us to have, but we're focusing our attention in the world and all of his dysfunctionality. We are all co-creators. And I say we are co-creators. We are not creators of anything. We are all using, repurposing, enjoying what has already been created by God. 
created all lies within the universe for us to use. But where are we putting our attention? So as we begin to walk into the new year, as we begin to start thinking about, okay, I got this done. I didn't get this done. Uh, I really didn't work this the way that I should have this year. I just got a little distracted or got a little depressed or had a little anxiety or just didn't do what I had set out to do. And so then what happens is that when it doesn't work out, We blame everyone but ourselves. So, one of the things that is so important in going into the new year is that we take a look at how we are focusing, focusing our thoughts and what rolls off our tongue. 2023 is the year for a word. A word. What is that word for you? That word is to be the high tower of you. It is to be the light for you. It is the be it should be the word that you continuously use that is building your consciousness, that is building your kingdom, that is building your heart, that's building love, that's building unity, that's building oneness. We must change how we have conversation. We must change talking to people who come to you in doubt or worry. If you change your consciousness, you will not want to have conversation. You'll create boundaries in your conversation because you cannot have love and hate sitting in the same space at the same time. No, I want to have hate in my space. No, I want to have love in my space. They can't stand there together. One has to go. So what do you love so much that is not good for you that you need to let go in the new year? And what is it that you hate so much that will be healthy for you and you need to take on in your life? I'll give you an example. Let's say you hate exercising. But you know that there's something that you should love because it's good for you. And it is going to build your life. It's going to 
expand your life and everything in it. Your heart, your muscles, your lungs, your organs, your flexibility. Giving you youthfulness. But I hate exercising. And that's something that we should love. Or maybe the very thing that you love is a person, and I just love this person so much, but they're not treating you right. They're not loving you because they're not loving themselves. That is something that we should, I don't want to use the word hate, but dislike, detach from. Because love is something that has no negative energy. It doesn't come to harm you. It empowers you. It awakens you. It connects you to the highest vibration and frequency one can operate out of as a human being. But for some reason, we need to look at why are we drawn to people who really don't love us the way that we love them. So in the new year, we need to make some changes based upon what is it that I love so much I need to get rid of in my life because it's not healthy for me. It's not serving me. It's not balancing me. It's not giving me light and understanding. And what is it that I hate so much that I need to take on and incorporate this in my life to make me a better person emotionally, spiritually, mentally? And then what is the word that I'm going to adopt in the new year? What is my word? That is something you should contemplate now. Is it one word? Is it two words? What is the word you are going to work on in 2023 that is going to help you change your thought process from having anxiety and anticipation I have anxiety because I'm anticipating and that anticipating is not coming through. Now I am having self-doubt, self-anger and all of these things. And now I got to go into a forgiveness program because all these people didn't help me. What is it that we need to change? about ourselves that give us a word to focus on in 2023. That one word, what is that word for you? One of the words for me is the word mutualism. Because for me, to have mutualism mean that I can't live alone. 
I have to live in the world with people. But I want to make sure that I put into the universe what I can add to help make someone else's life better. So that the universe can return to me what I need to make my life better. So that means that I have to think very methodical. I have to really think about how I move in the new year in mutualism. Maybe that word is fulfillment. If I'm living in the word of fulfillment, it means that I'm content in my life. I'm happy. I'm in peace. I am okay with the way everything turned out. Or maybe that word is peace. What is your one word? That one word can be associated with whatever you need for your life that is going to build and strengthen and create the foundation that you need to become whole, happy, in peace, sustained spiritually connected and healthy. What is that one word that you need? But as you begin to write down each month, take your list of things that you said you wanted to accomplish and write down each month what you did, starting with October and moving backwards. What have you done in the month of October as it relates to developing your life spiritually, physically, in your health, emotionally, with your family, with the community, with your finances, with your environment or society? What have you done to fulfill your goals using all of these different phases of your life? How have you spent your time? How much time have you given to, this, to the development of your spirit? 5% out of 100%? Because if you're spending 50 to 65% at work, then that number is going to probably end up being low. And you also have time that you need to spend taking care of yourself and your family. And you also have time that you have to spend uh, taking care of things external to your home. How, what is the formation of your kingdom? How are you building it? Look back into the month of September and take a look at what are the things that you have been doing with your time regarding your goals. And then parallel, paralleling all of the things regarding your lifestyle. Again, your spiritual well-being, your health well-being, your family well-being, your community well-being. 
your finance well-being, your career well-being. What have you been doing? And where is it showing up? Look at the patterns. Well, today, let's see, the month of October, all right, uh, may have gone to the club. I don't go to the club, but I'm just using that as an example. <laughs> My club days are over. <laughs> I went to the club, went out to dinner with some friends, uh, went to some networking events, um, bought a car, uh, had to take care of the kids, didn't get to my project until after 11 p.m. because of my family responsibilities and my work. Look at the patterns of what you are doing with your time. And measure that against the goals that you said you wanted to attain for 2022. And measure that against... How are you taking care of your overall kingdom well-being? And if none of that is matching, then there's a problem. You need a Nirvana retreat. Those are my workshops. But saying that jokingly, but we have to take a deep and close look. We cannot continue to just stackpile dreams and goals year after year after year. And we only accomplish a few and not all. Or maybe we have too much on our plate and we're just in the house of greed. And we're just searching things and not a quality of life. Because at the end of the day, if we're not building our soul, all these things will be left behind. Somebody else will enjoy them, and they definitely won't uh, show any appreciation or value for all that you have left for them because they didn't earn it. What's important to you? Because every day you wake up, you have less in front of you and more behind you. And there needs to be some time in which we stop. We put on the brakes and we ask ourselves, what do I really want? What do I really want? And if you know what you really, really want, then do you have the patience to wait for it? Or are you trying to make it happen the way the world tells you that you have to make it happen? And then when it doesn't happen in your timing, you develop anxiety and anticipation. This is the message that I wanted to leave this evening as we all prepare for our time change in whatever country that you're in. And we get that extra morning sleep of an hour. Maybe that's the time that we need to wake up and have some quiet time and get that favorite drink and sit down and curl up in a chair and get a pad and paper or your iPad or 
your computer and start writing. Pull out that list that you had in January and seriously take a look at what you wrote. What you said you wanted to create. And how much of that is really focused on the development of your well-being. Or are they all material things? The attainment of a job, a promotion, more money, a car, a husband, a wife, a fur coat, diamonds, a business. I'm not saying anything is wrong with that. But I am saying that all of that can get you so consumed that it separates you from who you are. It causes you to divert your attention. And we're not putting equity in ourselves. We're not being fair to ourselves. We're not building equality in our own life. We don't have any mutual understanding in our own mind. We are simply robotic. Doing what the world tells us to do. We are all puppeteers. And the world is our, and we are all puppets, I'm sorry, and the world is our puppeteer. He holds the strings. We dance accordingly. And we have diverse beings, personalities that we exhibit each and every day. We change hats every day. From 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. I'm mom or dad. From 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. I'm the employee or the boss. From 5 p.m. till 9 p.m., I'm in the club, out to dinner, having a great time, or with my family, cooking, or doing homework, or we change all of these different hats. But 2020 brought some significant change because some of us began to change the paradigm of how we see ourselves and have cut some of those puppet strings and found ourselves, bored new businesses, new identities. So it's time. It's time for us to look at where am I globally within my own personal universe? And I need to stand back and look at myself from the outside. 
look at it from the puppeteer perspective to see all of these different characters, diverse personalities that I have created for myself. And let me see, let me observe what am I doing with my life. Is it in a good place? Is it out of balance? Is some of it good and some of it's out of balance? What area of my life needs healing? All of me isn't dysfunctional, but part of me needs to be healed. This is Empress Q. My platform is Conscious Acts of Change. Because we have to be consciously aware of our change. We have to be mindful of what we need to do in our life and how to create change. Because you see, change is nothing more than transformation. It is a transcendent. We can't get to a, an evolution or an ascension until we are doing the basic work change. Turning the curveball. Doing something different. Taking a risk. You know, one thing for those of you who are Christians, God used a lot of women in the Bible to do a lot of work, which is not really mentioned in the Bible. But he used women, you know why? Because women take risk. And that's why he is able to get some things done because they take risk. So what are we willing to take a risk for and step, out, step outside of the box that we have created for ourselves and looking at doing something from the heart? Finding that word, search your heart, your soul for that word, so that when you step into the new year, you're going to step into the new year from a different perspective. Not stepping into the new year the same way you traditionally Step into the new year. I have my list of goals. This is what I want. December 31st, December 30th, I'm making my, low, my, my list of goals of 33 things that I want, that I know that it's unrealistic, but I'm praying to God and I'm asking him to bring me all these things because he said, if I seek ye first the kingdom of God, he'll add all these things. He was not talking about material things. God is not Santa Claus. He is not a gimme God. He is talking about giving you understanding, insight, wisdom, so that you know how to attain those things that He wants to give to you. Because we all have an agreement before we come here. There's a covenant on the table before we enter the atmosphere of earth. So whose will are we fulfilling? Ours or his? He prefer that you fulfill that will, but 
the majority of this planet is fulfilling, quote unquote, my will. Their own. And that's why we are struggling, suffering, loss. Still asking the question, who am I? When some of us are too mature to be asking that question in our life. So this is Empress Q. I am getting ready to close out. I have had a smash with this conversation because this conversation is very, very personal for me. I have been doing this exercise for over 40 years. Sitting down, taking a look at my own life. What have I accomplished? What have I been doing? Where have I gotten off track? Where have I failed? myself waiting on other people to do it for me to give it to me when the only person we can depend on is God and ourselves. that's it depend on but we are always looking outside of ourselves for somebody else to do it for and that cycle is perpetual until we awaken, until we awaken and know that we'll be waiting in the next lifetime. <laughs> I hope that I have been able to touch your life this evening, this morning, this afternoon, wherever you may be. I hope that you spend some time in your year in review looking at your life what have you been doing over the last 10 months and then close it out with november and december how have you been spending your time what are the things that you have been doing to help you reach attain the goals that you have reached and have you reached them how many have you reached if you only had one goal God bless you. You are the most powerful person out here. But if you have many goals, you're setting yourself up for failure because there is something inside of you that is unfulfilled. You are seeking something that you're not finding inside of yourself. Or it's all about materialism, the bling, the boss. And we need to take a look at all of the dimensions in which we are made of. So I hope you take time to look at, did you reach your highest potential in 2022? Did you reach your fullest potential in 2022? And what is your new word? What is the new word that you are going to select or words that you are going to select? And don't make a list of 30 words you only need one or two because it's going to be difficult to stay focused on just those one or two words that you're going to exchange in your vocabulary for something that you're currently speaking now that you should no longer speak stop talking about you're traumatized and talk about how healthy and beautiful you are. Traumatized. Traumatized come out of our own pain. 
We can't get healed and healthy if we're talking about we're victims. Find a new word to describe who you are. Because that's the word that's going to build your life. If we continue to have conversation about our problems, then we will always and remain in that problem. Find a new word. No longer be in distress, burdened, in hardship or sorrow. Find a word for you that describes you. Take time and meditate and think about. What word do I want to bring into the new year that is going to advocate me from the heart? From the heart. And close the door to the anxiousness and the anticipation of the world in 2023. Because a patient person always gets the reward in its due time. An anxious person is always going to fall short. This is Empress Q. Again, I am closing out for real. I'm just so passionate about this conversation. But I hope that this has been meaningful to you. And I hope that you really take the words that I speak this day and sit down and look at yourself on paper and see who have you created, who have you become, and who you truly, authentically desire to be. Have a great evening. This has been such a wonderful and dynamic time in spending with you. And I just hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful uh, tomorrow. And I will be back uh, in a couple of days and continue my conversation. Be blessed. Behold, be bold, let fear go, it's okay. Until you understand the root cause of why you are fearful, you got a lot of work to do, but do the work. Because chances are that fear is only and anticipation. It hasn't even showed up yet. It hasn't even presented itself. So take that new word and speak it out of the existence of your mind and your life. And know that all that is, all that has been created, and all that will be is waiting just for you. Shalom.